All right, welcome, welcome. This is the Patriot Trading News Hour. Uh, I'm, I'm uh, covering for Joe here. I think he's I think he's uh, coming on with us. Joe, you there? Yeah, I am here. I, I just uh, uh, was on the phone with with Brian with a Y, our tech guy. Uh, we are really close. We believe that uh, tomorrow uh, we will be ready to roll uh, with our brand new pipe here at the Phoenix Studios. Uh, we had uh, people out yesterday. They were here till uh, a little after seven o'clock last night, and uh, the last step. Uh, they're actually, here's the scary part, is Brian is counting on me to plug in a laptop into this modem and do stuff. Uh, that's going to be tricky, but but he promises me that he, he thinks that I'm going to be just smart enough to be able to figure it out. And, and if I'm successful, uh, we will be back uh, the studio uh, we'll be back up and hopefully sounding better than ever. Well, that'll be good, Joe. That'll be good. You know, it's uh, it's 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 this radio business has been interesting since we've been having to learn all this stuff. So <laughs> one one thing at a time. And you know, the, the the good thing is, Joe, is every time we've had uh, difficulties, we learn uh, new things on how to fix it. So when things do go wrong, we're we're a little better off, aren't we? Yeah, you're never too old to learn new things, uh, and I think Jason and I, uh, Brian as well, we can all attest to that. Uh, talking on the radio in no way, shape, or form qualifies you to be able to, A, run a radio station, B, uh, set up a studio, C, uh, do any of the things that are involved in any of those other things, uh, uh, so it's been a great learning experience, but here, here's the here's the good part anyway. In theory, hopefully, I shouldn't have to touch this again uh, for a number of years. I agree. I hope I, I hope My you're fingers right. Are crossed. <laughs> I, I, I don't even believe it when I'm saying it to myself, but that's the whole. So, well, there'll always be the unplugging and the rebooting. It seems like uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, well, my God, people don't understand. Jason and I, we are the king of unplug it, plug it back in. If that doesn't work, it's always the same answer. Let's call Brian. I don't know. I'm, I don't know what else to do. We've unplugged it. we plugged it back in. It didn't fix it. So uh, Jason and I actually did that this morning. Uh, and we did it twice just to make sure that the first time maybe it was a fluke. Let's try it again. Uh, yeah, so so anyway, uh, it's actually good news. We're making progress. Uh, I will I will say this. We it, it took how many guys did it take from Cox to get us here? Uh, the number was four. Apparently it took four people, uh, including the supervisor, uh, to come out and actually figure out that, yes, uh, a piece of tape was over the pipe. That was the big delay there. They couldn't quite figure it out. But nonetheless, they've got it done. Uh, tomorrow we should be sounding great. Listen, it's hump day Wednesday. It, it is Fed day. Uh, all of this build up, it, it's all baloney. It's all just show and tell to try to pretend that the Federal Reserve actually has any importance. Well, they have a lot of importance. But that they're, they're trying to pretend they actually know what the hell they're doing. They don't. But here's what I'm going to tell you right now. Be ready.
for the big turnaround. Uh, bad news. I've been warning you. I've been telling you gasoline is going to get more expensive. Uh, right now, unleaded gas uh, up uh, about 15 cents. Uh, I'll say this: if, if we're right, we're right now. We're about uh, 365 wholesale uh, here in Arizona. That means retail gas prices are going to go back above 380, uh, which is higher than what they've been. I think we got to about 370 here, uh, and so everywhere else, you know, right, right now, at about 20 cents a gallon. If we're right here again next week, we had oil inventory numbers out from the United States. And I'll just tell you, they were awful. Uh, the, the lowest level in history, uh, for distillates. That's your diesel. That's your jet fuel. Uh, unleaded gasoline down millions of barrels as well. And here's the problem. Uh, they're sending it, Jason. They're sending it all over to Europe. Uh, and there's just not enough of it today. The EU, uh, now and again, you'll take it as a grain of salt. But they've announced that by the end of the year, they want to stop using Russian oil. And they use Russian oil, but really, uh, mostly it's Russian natural gas. But even that, even if it's a million barrels a day, uh, gas prices are going to get lot, a lot more expensive. And really, I'm really wor- worried about diesel. Uh, diesel prices, I mean, we could see another 50 cents a dollar a gallon. And that's assuming nothing goes wrong. And, oh, by the way, how much longer until China reopens? When China reopens at another 50 cents a dollar a gallon, Jason. Yeah, uh, diesels, uh, that's not going to help the uh, the inflation at all. That's going to make it much, much worse. I mean, uh, you have to ship everything with trucks. So <laughs> if you, anyone's hoping for the uh, the inflation to top off, or so to speak, Joe, I'm starting to think that the next next month's number coming up here uh, will be a bigger number now. I'm, I don't think it'll hold well, 85. Now, now you see, the, 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 these are going to go into the following month. We may get a one-month reprieve, uh, and all these clowns out there telling you inflation is peak, they're, they're just clueless. By the way, natural gas, uh, we talked about it yesterday, up again today, uh, now approaching $8.50. Uh, crude oil on the crude oil inventory numbers. Up four dollars, like I told you, unleaded gas futures right now, three sixty-two on the wholesale side. Uh, everything else is down. Uh, gold's down three bucks. Silver's down a little bit. Uh, the Dow, the S&P, the Nasdaq are down a little bit. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour, and yeah, I was just talking right through the break there. Uh, but but uh, again, when we're watching this, there, there's no reprieve here. There's no reprieve in inflation. The only break we caught was China closing, right? When China closes, you know, 400 and may actually now be 500 million people uh, not allowed to go to work every day. Uh, they're, they're consuming some uh, less energy. We caught a little bit of a break. You know, gas, here in Arizona, gas really didn't move. If it went down, maybe 10 cents, maybe. Uh, but, but now that's gone. Uh, the, it, and again, I hate to see when China comes back online, uh, what we're going to be facing. Obviously, we know about October, uh, what's coming there. I just love this game they've been playing for the last week. Listen, every, how long have we known that the Fed was going to hike 50 basis points today? How long? What, a couple of months? And they're acting like, oh, 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 my gosh, holy cow. Right? It's all 
just all make believe. Uh, these paper guys, uh, the, the, uh, here's the best thing that's going to happen is after tomorrow, we got to pay attention, you know, cause tomorrow we got to talk about it. But, you know, let's just say by, by Monday of next week, we'll actually go back to focusing in on the actual data, uh, which is really what's going to drive, uh, gold and silver prices back up, uh, especially with, with what happened with the inventory reports. Uh, 39 straight weeks now we've drawn out of our strategic oil reserves. Uh, there's no let up in sight. Like I said, distillate inventories. And this is saying something at all time record lows. And, and again, Jason, there's only one way to fix it. Demand destruction and, and gotta be huge demand destruction. Uh, right now, when we look at, at at demand here in the United States, we're like, yeah, it's it's a close to, to to average, maybe a little bit below average, but but I mean, it's got to be. We got to see huge demand destruction uh, before we're going to see any leveling uh, of prices out there. Uh, a lot of people now, and you got to be careful. You got to really see things. For what they are, I will say uh, Jeffrey Gunlotch was out. He did. Uh, we got it up his video up on AllAmericanGold.com. He said that there are recession signals. He doesn't think uh, we'll officially get into it in 2022. He's not sure. He said we may get lucky, and it may not be official, Jason. Till 2023, and he said the reason being, hey, listen, the, the year's already a third over, but we'll see. I don't know. Uh, you know, the, the, the fact of the matter is, is that whether it happens in 2022 or 2023, I think it'll just be semantics because I think come October, uh, we're going to see a major shift in 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 the outlook uh, in in the economy. I think we're going to hear the Fed start talking about, uh oh. We've gone too far and all these other things, and we're going to really get uh, huge action. ADP, because it's the first week of the month, ADP had jobs out, Jason. Not a great number, but it's ADP, so you, you don't know. But only 247,000 jobs uh, created according to, to ADP. And, you know, of course, there's 11 million jobs out there. Listen, if you want to slice meat at the deli counter or get somebody's French fries, there's a job for you, Jason. But most of these jobs that are out there, they're not good jobs. No, Joe, they're they're, uh, they're ones that uh, you're supposed to have when you're first entering the job market or if you're a teenager or if you're you're retired but you want a few extra dollars. They're, they're not the types of jobs you're supposed to be living off of. And, Joe, I, I think one of the things you're going to try to do to – to keep the markets calm is I think they'll keep talking. They've already talked about a three, three quarters of a percent hike in June. I think they'll hit that drum uh, all the next, this next month. And then when June shows up, it'll be a half point And they'll like, see, see, everything's okay. It's only a half point. You know, I, I think that's kind of where they're going to be going the next month, Joe. We'll see. I, I don't know that the, the we'll, we'll wait. there's a lot of talk about that with these, uh, you know, guys that try to tell you what they think the Fed is thinking. I don't buy it for a second. I don't think they're doing three quarters of a point. Uh, I think they'll let people say it out on TV land. Uh, I think they're going to do 50 basis points, 50 basis points. They, they like to pretend that they're in control here. Uh, one of the things, uh, Jeff Gunlatch was saying is 
They're so far behind the curve. Uh, and he showed these charts for decades where the Fed's funds rate and the two-year note used to be in, you know, together. So if the two-year note was at 5%, the Fed funds rate was at 5 If the two-year note was near zero, it was at zero. Well, right now the two-year note uh, is about 2.5%. Uh, the Fed funds rate's at a quarter. So a uh, lot, lot more room to go. We'll see what happens. Uh, all of it doesn't matter. It's all, again, it's made for TV. If you actually think these idiots can save it, they can't. They went as long as they could. They, they, they extended and pretended. They, you know, kicked the can down the road, all these proverbial things. And eventually we knew we would get here, which was they printed way too much money. We have way too much debt. And all of a sudden now we are in the inflationary world. Now the, the, the for inflation, there's different types of inflation, right? You could have 70s style inflation, right? Which is higher GDP growth, higher wages, higher everything, right? That's, that's your standard, uh, you know, hyperinflation, if you will, where the economy's growing, inflation's growing, everything's just more expensive, wages are growing. We're in a different cycle, right? This is a stagflationary cycle, which is wages grew and if you look at ADP, well, it would be very interesting in the government's job data on Friday. Wage growth is kind of stopped. In other words, all of these places were willing to go to, hey, we'll give you 15 bucks or, uh, some of the better places, okay, we'll give you 18 or $20. But that has stopped now. Here's what hasn't stopped, Jason. Everything still continues to get more expensive. That's correct, Joe. And I'll say this. I was looking at one of these uh, uh, mainstream media, um, you know, uh, financial advisory sites. <laughs> they have an article, Joe. Listen to this. One major thing Americans get wrong about emergency savings, and then in parentheses it says, it means you need less savings than you think. <laughs> it basically said, hey, there's some inflation. Why have it in the bank? Just, just go spend it on stuff. Just spend everything. Don't save nothing, Joe. Just throw it out there. I mean, that's you can you can listen and to this it, show or you can it, listen to them, right, Joe? Yeah, and again, that's exactly what the central bank wanted you to do, right? Here's the problem with them raising rates. You know, in theory, it it it, it well it tells people, hey, you can you know, can you imagine if your your savings in your bank all of a sudden you were getting five, six, seven percent interest, right? That it, it's a double edged sword for them. And this is why I said stagflation instead of hyperinflation. We're going to have a slowing economy, uh, and I think a significantly slowing economy. I think we're about one month away from seeing a huge spike in jobless claims. Uh, we're going to see already food banks are reporting uh, the working poor is back in, in droves now. Uh, and, and I think it's just a matter of time as all this data catches up with what the re real realities are, which is, hey, you know what? We're slowing down, and at the same time, we still have this rampant inflation. And I'll use uh, diesel as the prime example. Hey, it's not like diesel consumption is skyrocketing. 
Because that would make sense, okay? Yeah, diesel's getting more expensive. Well, look at the consumption. It's up 5%, 10% year over year. That's not the case. Actually, really, when you look at it, consumption's down just a little bit. But that's not enough, and this is why this is 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 uh, not going to work for the central bank. Uh, anybody out there that's trying to convince you otherwise uh, either is a fool or is just you know, hey, I sell I sell debt instruments, so I need you to believe this because as as Tudor Jones said yesterday, there's no reason right now to own pretty much any type of bond or, or, or paper asset, Jason. That's right, Joe. And I could, I could just say from, from here in the Colorado office, uh, I, I'm not, we're getting a lot, I'm getting a lot of inquiries. Hey, I think I want to sell. How much can you give me for the, my, my gold? How much can you give me for my silver? I'm getting a lot of the smaller end guys. I'm not getting the guys, hey, I got 20, 50, I got 100 gold pieces that we want to sell. I'm not getting that. But the, the guys that are just trying to make ends meet, Joe, I'm getting a lot of uh, customers, even non-customers, calling up and trying to price, hey, how much can I get for my $20 gold pieces? How much can I get for a Rolls of Silver Eagles? Uh, a lot more of that coming in, in the last month or two, Joe. So it's, uh, to me, it's, it's showing that the, uh, the people on the bottom that can barely make ends meet, they're, they're having some struggles keeping that savings intact, in Joe. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, same thing on the radio. You know, one of the things about uh, owning a radio station, we have a lot of businesses, we have a lot of advertisers, and there's definitely some of them already that are saying, man, yeah, things have changed, and they change really quickly uh, on people. So uh, all of that to be seen. So the big move is going to come uh, after after the bell. Uh, well, after gold will already be closed when Jay Powell starts talking. Uh, we'll get the Wall Street reaction to it, and, and then, of course, we'll talk about it tomorrow. But I think this is the, the, the beginning of the end of what I'm going to say is the good news, which is, hey, maybe, uh, you know, and somebody said, maybe inflation peaked. It didn't. Uh, it hasn't peaked. It's actually getting ready to take another step forward uh, with between natural gas. Now, you know, it was one thing we had crude oil really running. Now natural gas uh, is really running. So now we've got both major forms of energy uh, running together, and that's just a recipe, uh, you know, really that's going to put small businesses on the brink. When we get back, uh, we will talk about the latest small business survey. And, Jason, uh, man, it smells to me like they're trying to set up a scenario for a the next round of trying to give small, you know, Again, quote unquote. Now, I'm using quotations. Small businesses, money. Of course, we know what happened the last time around. Uh, the small businesses got the very small piece of it, and and all the big businesses got most of the bailout money uh, during the lockdowns. Uh, but there was a, a report out about businesses paying rent, and I think this is another sign, right? And and these signs are starting to what? They're starting to materialize. ADP today said, hey, only 247,000 new jobs were created. How's that possible when last week they, the government told us 4.5 million people quit their jobs last month to get a better job? Uh, uh, and again, so a very interesting dynamic here. I think uh, the two realities are kind of crashing into each other. 
And over the next 30 to 60 days, Jason, I think we're going to get a lot of clarity that the job market has slowed significantly. I think you're right, Joe, and I think small businesses at uh, the end of you know towards the end of this year and early next year, I think you're going to see a lot of local places just gone. I think you're going to see an, uh, a huge uptick in closures of businesses, Joe, because that's that's where all this is headed. It's it's it's, it's a, a, a some sort of a major shift within the next year, Joe. And and uh, on top of that, you we talk about uh, October and the geopolitical landscape can get worse, which will that'll be the cover story, right, Joe? If things are economically bad. That's because China this or Russia that, right? Yeah, uh, that's that's I think that's where we're headed. Yeah, yeah. So we'll 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 give you all that data because we're coming up here on the break, and then a note out from Goldman Sachs. You always got to pay attention to Goldman because they're within the hotel and uh, total government system uh, about the dollar, and it's just like we've been telling you. We got all that and more coming right up. Take the radio news hour. Don't touch that dial. 800-951-0592. Take the radio news hour. Uh, the Dow is down 100 points. And NASDAQ's down 200 points. Uh, all you Uber and Lyft stockholders, sorry about that. Woo, man, uh, I want to say it was Lyft down 30% today. Uh, the S&P's down 22. Gold's down 3. Silver's down 20 cents. Uh, by the way, BU Kennedy has, uh, man, we sold so many of them, but here's the great. We had a lot of them. We've got about a hundred rolls left. Uh, we were limiting the quarter bags because we wanted the people that didn't want onesies, twosies, uh, to be without. So right now, whatever you want to get till we're out of them, BU Kennedy half rolls. We are the cheapest in the country that, the cheapest I saw, I went looking all day today. I tried to find anyone who would have any in stock. Uh, saw some on eBay at $400 a roll. Uh, almost every major dealer in the country lists them as out of stock. They're 275 If you buy a quarter bag, that's 25 rolls. Uh, we take it down to $270 uh, or $67.50. So uh, we've got uh, like I said, either don't quite have four quarter bags left. Of course, if you buy the, the individual rolls less, but whenever you call, if there's a quarter bag available, we'll give it to you. Uh, if not, uh, you'll have those individual rolls. Uh, and again, these are something where, uh, we're just don't have the time to do it, but you can easily buy them from us, turn around, put them on eBay and make some money, Jason. That's exactly right, Joe. These are really super nice coins. Uh, we've got them priced essentially at the same price as uh, silver half dollars, which have been a little harder to get anyways. They're a little more expensive as people gobble up the silver eagles and they gobble up the silver old silver dollars. Then they start gobbling up the half dollars. And, you know, usually the half dollars have a little little bit higher premium than the quarters and dimes, but uh, it's been a little more lately. So this is a great way to get yeah, right something now, better. Great point, Jason. Right. Right now, uh, half dollars two seventy a roll, so you get a BU quality uh, for five bucks. That's nothing. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. The gold side. Listen, gold did what silver's been doing. A price went down. We don't care. So what? Uh, the physical markets are what they are. Uh, so so the gold side of things, it's just tight. Put them away. You know, even right now, you know, twenty dollars gold at 
at 22:35. And like I said, it, it could be as early as today. Uh, I think by Monday we're going to go back and start going now that, the, you know, because they build this Fed thing up. It's ridiculous. We've known for months. And like Jason's point, really, we're going to get excited whether they're going to go half a point or three-quarters of a point at the next meeting. Uh, we, we shouldn't even be at the next meeting. We should be going a whole point. We should probably really be going two or three points today, but they don't actually want to fight it. I think the Fed loves the fact that they're talking about three-quarters of a point because maybe it will slow the economy just enough that they don't have to, to raise rates because they know the more they raise rates, the sooner everything's going to fall apart. Speaking of small retail businesses, 34%, think about this, 34% of small retail businesses did not make their rent payments for the month of April. 46% of small businesses said, said their rent was higher than six months ago. Uh, the trouble uh, across all industries, they said New Jersey, Illinois, Maryland had the largest shares that couldn't pay. Uh, New York and Texas did see a small improvement in people's ability to pay, but overall up six more percentage point in a month of small businesses not being able to pay the rent. Uh, and, and again, and the fact of the matter is, I think they're they're facing the same thing. Uh, people out there that are looking for shelter are facing, which is the rents keep going up. Yeah, Joe. A lot of businesses I've talked to actually recently are, are talking of their fear of the leases ending. The lease is ending in two months. I have no idea what's going to happen. The lease is ending in, in four months. I don't know. I mean, hey, the, the lease is ending next week. And my uh, my landlord hasn't even told me what the price is going to be. Uh, it's like dropping a bomb on, on the renters, Joe. And uh, unfortunately, this is, this is where it's at because, hey, unfortunately for the landlords and the owners of this property, their costs are going up. They're, you know, they're having the same problems that the renters are having, Joe. So it's uh, it's 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 problems on both sides. Yeah, and and it's really getting worrisome here. We'll, we'll watch all of this play out. Listen, all the headwinds are here. This is what happens when you're behind, right? The Federal Reserve got behind, and guess what? Now they're forced. Think about what they're talking about. Hey, we're going to have the largest rate hike in, what, a couple decades at 50 basis points? To Jason's point, people are speculating. They may go three-quarters of a point in June, and they're all freaking out. But the, the problem is because they're so far behind. See, this should have been happening Eight months ago, they should have been doing this. See, so now today, they could be saying, hey, we're getting ready to end it because look at these headwinds, right? 34% of small businesses can't pay the rent and and, and, and on and on. And look at ADP's jobs number, they, the job creation slowing down, all of these other things. But no, it, instead, they're going to have to be – their biggest rate hikes are going to come right as the data says things are going to be getting a lot worse. And that's why it's going to be more painful. But but I'm going to tell you right now, this is all of this is not the main story. The main story is what's really happening 
is the dollar is getting ready to step back. And you're like, wait a minute, double. The dollar's at multi-year highs. Look at it. It's over 103, 104. This is it. This is the swan song. Uh, uh, Brussels uh, Policy Research Think Tank came out with a study that said the dominance of the greenback is the root cause of global financial and economic crisis. Flat out said weaponizing the dollar is the root cause of all of these things. Uh, and, and, and then uh, Goldman Sachs came out and said that the dollar's role as the dominant international currency will continue to decline in the years to come. And never have we seen a weaponization of money at this scale before. You only get to play this card once. China is making it a priority to need no U.S. dollars before it will go for Taiwan. It is a turning point in monetary history. The end of the U.S. dollar's domination and the acceleration towards a bipolar monetary order. Yeah, you got your gold and silver put away? Take the Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Take the Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason here. Uh, run. Don't walk to the phone. Uh, BU Kennedy halves 275. You buy a quarter bag. We take it to 270. One of the callers called in. What about the quarters? We still have quarters as well. Uh, they're still on sale, uh, 235 on rolls of quarters. Buy a quarter bag. We take it down to 230 at 800 Now, really quickly, I'm going to, uh, just touch on ADP and then we're going to go back to what they're talking about with the dollar. ADP, uh, they said that small businesses actually laid off in April and said there are clear signs the job market is slowing. So I just wanted to put that out there. And, again, remember what I'm telling you. They're raising rates because they're behind, uh, and they're going to raise them a lot, and it's going to be even more painful. Uh, but going back to, to Goldman and a bunch of others, talking about uh, the, the Brussels research take, think take, that the solution to the problem is to replace the national currencies with a global currency. They, they said that the United States, by denying Russia access to its own foreign currency reserves, has sent a message to all countries that they can't count on these money stashes to actually be theirs in, a, in an event of tension uh, and it's going to be less, it makes less and less sense for these countries to be holding so many dollars, Jason. That's, that's correct, Joe. That's correct. So, so, and, and we were talking briefly on the break about Russia. So <laughs> I saw this whole, you know, I watched a couple of videos on this, uh, one strong one. And I think it's clearing up a little bit what's going on in Russia, possibly, because I've said it many times uh, since the Russian war started. Is is this Russia breaking away from the global monetary system, or is this just a, a facade, a play, just being 
put in front of us so that when the Great Reset happens, uh, they're going to get what they want. Well, the Kremlin, which is the Russian government, not their central bank, confirms of doing talks of going back to the gold standard. And part of this was, uh, well, you know, how they, they kind of messed with that, you know, a few weeks ago, right, Joe? And, and it, it sort of had to shut it off. It looks like their their plan is to have a basket of commodities, including gold, to back the ruble, and that this would this is going to strengthen their 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 economy and their currency, the the ruble, and this could go in many places. But then, but then the Russian central bank, Joe, just said, "No, no, 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 no. This isn't happening. Nope, nope. Don't 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 listen to what Putin and the uh, and the Kremlin, the government, saying. We're not doing that." So. Very likely something's going on in Russia that might have caused this whole war to begin with, and it has to do with the government of Russia maybe turning its back, its back on the bank, Joe. Well, we know that Russia was unloading dollars, uh, trying to uh, limit uh, the effects of the United States shutting off their currency reserves. Uh, and now, as Jason has pointed out, I think it's a little bigger than that. Uh, I think Russia... China, India, and Saudi Arabia, and, I, and I'd actually throw Brazil into this, uh, are all kind of in agreement. Uh, you, you know, people don't realize, you know, we always have had a love-hate relationship uh, with the Middle Eastern countries, uh, but Saudi Arabia wants nothing to do with us anymore. They're very upset about the fact that we weren't willing uh, to, to provide all the, you know, look at what we're doing with Ukraine. And this has made uh, Saudi Arabia even angrier. Wait a minute, you're going to give Ukraine all these weapons. We've got, you know, the, the terrorists attacking our nation and you're not helping us. Uh, and I think they're all moving in lockstep, if you will, to try to limit uh, the 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 United States and the dollar weaponizing the dollar. It just makes Joe, sense. I think you're exactly right. So, so you, you brought up Saudi Arabia. Uh, I played on Faking the Truth yesterday, Brian and myself. We were doing the show, and I, I played a, a a Glenn Beck piece, a little different than the one we played, but it was back in uh, in January when the the Levy Institute's uh, FOIA request came to light in January. Remember, one month before the war starts. And uh, he was going over specifically who got this $29 trillion and his theory that they've been giving a trillion dollars a week to the markets since COVID. And when you look at the list of countries that was getting the freebies, Joe, it was Japan got a huge one. You know, Great Britain got a huge one. Germany, you know, the, the bigger markets. But who didn't get it? Who didn't get this trillions of dollars? And during the financial bailouts of 2008, remember, Russia's central bank capitulated, Russia capitulated and joined the world system after 1992 when the, the wall came down. And they had a they had a uh, they went uh, in, into a default in, in their own country in, in the late 90s. So they've they've had economic stress. Yeah, they in 98. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, Russia didn't get any money. Saudi Arabia didn't get any money. India, China. These countries didn't get bailout money, Joe. And I think what you said, it's like, hey, wait, wait, you know, you said Saudi Arabia, why are they getting all why is it, Why is Ukraine getting all this stuff? Well, because these countries got bailouts, Joe. And it, it makes me wonder, uh, you know, I'll bet Russia knew this stuff before that FOIA request. And I think the timing of that, of that coming out is getting much more uh, interesting because, of course, nobody talks about this. Who talks about that FOIA request, Joe? It doesn't go anywhere. I'm seeing multiple videos debunking Glenn Beck's video now. It's like, oh, no, 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 that's not what happened. 
Well, it's right there in the FOIA request. So did it happen or didn't it happen? And I think Russia feels like it did happen, Joe. And now their central bank well, is trying uh, to control that country. I think I think the Kremlin and Putin are like, you know what? We're pissed. We're not going to we're not going to allow this to happen, Joe. And, and I'm going to say this: you you can't deny that it didn't happen. It's right there in the FOIA, the Freedom of Information Act request, uh, that without the knowledge of the American public. Uh, the central bank was bailing out markets and bailing out countries uh, and, and trying to cover it up. And it's just that simple, right? Trying to say, hey, here's who the winners are and here's who the losers are. Well, guess what? The losers, they're starting to rise up. Take the Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800 the last of the BU Kennedys. Uh, 275 a roll if you buy a quarter bag or more, 270. And of course, we're all waiting. Uh, and again, you know, I call it the, 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 the land of make believe, uh, and the central bank and Jay Powell and his cronies about, uh, uh, interest rates and inflation and, and everybody and their mother knows they're so far behind the curve. And now, Jason, the economic data is starting to turn, and and uh, yeah, but those aren't BUs; those are the non-BUs. Sorry, Connie was handing me a note. So someone said, "Hey, online they're saying two seventy. Yes, the non-BU half dollars are two seventy a roll. Uh, if you want BUs, uh, two seventy-five at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. But J- Jason, the economic data starting to turn." And here's the bad part. It looks like energy now is getting ready to text, to take that next leg up, just like I've been warning about. Exactly, that's exactly right, Joe. So uh, we'll, we'll we'll see if there's any ramifications from this first 50 uh, basis point uh, hike today uh, when we when we get on the air tomorrow. And uh, well, I guess we'll just go from there, Joe, because uh, you know it's it's, uh, it's going to be day by yeah, day, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> We got to remember because who knows? Or we got to look for the clues because he may let us know whether they're going to go seventy-five basis points at the next minute. Give me a break! It makes no difference. Fifty basis points or seventy-five doesn't matter. And, and it's and again though, this is exactly uh, what they want you to believe that they're still in control of this. And look at how the markets are reacting and the paper guys and all that. Listen, this is all algo computer trading. Anytime you talk rate hikes, it tells the computers to sell. It's just that simple. Uh, when the dust settles, believe me, when the dust settles, there's going to be a massive turnaround we're going to be in a, and I'll say it again, and I've been saying it and saying it and saying it. This is a a depressionary event, but unlike the last depressionary event where we had, you know, disinflation, right? This is going to be an inflationary, depressionary event, and then they're going to tell us the solution is going to be a digital currency. And guess what? Any of us that have any money, uh, you're going to pay for it. That's right, Joe. That's right. And and uh, 
I'm going to say this, this Russian thing, Joe, I'm going to, we're going to, I'm going to keep a tight watch on this, man, because now I'm starting to understand why the Pentagon said this war needs to be 10 to 20 years. I think they're going to have to replace the entire Russian uh, head of government. I think at the end of the thing, Putin's not going to be there, Joe. I think they got to replace any of his uh, entrenched uh, loyal followers, and that, that could be really intense if this is what's actually happening, Joe. So we could see geopolitics get really crazy by October. Yeah, there's a lot out there, uh, regime change, uh, that's a possibility as, as well. Uh, I'll say this though, uh, people doubted Putin's word. I would not doubt his word. And he's been, you know, banning about the threaten, uh, the threatening of nukes. Uh, unless it's, uh, uh, he's caught off guard on an assassination attempt. If he thinks he's heading out, I think he'll use them. Plus, who knows who's, you know, Joe, I'm guessing that whoever replaces Putin is probably a Putin uh, supporter. So it's got to be more than just shooting the head guy is what I'm thinking here. That's why, that's why I think this war is going to be much more important uh, as time goes on, Joe.